Hey, welcome to the Shawnee Mac Show. My name is Shawnee Mac. It's a pleasure to have you with us. We're back. Thank you so much for being here. Now, for the last two weeks, which we've been off, so much has happened in the news, from the continuing horrific stalemate in Ukraine to the hearings of President Biden's Supreme Court nominee, Judge Katanji Brown-Jackson, which began today. The hearings will contain a lot of partisan bloviating, plenty of the nominee avoiding any actual position on hot-button issues, and she'll be confirmed on a strict party-line vote to the Supreme Court. You know, the usual. Now, we have plenty of jokes about those developing stories, and we will have them for you as we move through the week. But tonight, if you'll indulge me, let's go back in time just a little bit. For boys of my generation who grew up huge wrestling fans, there was a glorious, albeit brief, stretch of time in the late 90s and the early 2000s when you did not have to explain yourself. For a sliver of time, the tables were actually turned. And suddenly, you were the weird one if you didn't show up to school wearing a black t-shirt with three simple white letters in W-O. You were out of step with the zeitgeist if you didn't preach the gospel of Austin 316. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. If you were a teacher in this era, you gave out more than your share of suspensions when boys were suddenly insisting on telling you that if you weren't down with that, they had just two words for you. Long before the world knew Dwayne Johnson as the highest paid movie star on the planet, we all could smell what The Rock was cooking. The era that took the WWF public and made Vince McMahon a billionaire. The era that millions and millions of people remember fondly as the Attitude Era was born out of the Monday Night Wars between Vince McMahon's WWF and Ted Turner's WCW. The series of events and personalities that led to pro wrestling taking over American pop culture for that moment in time all started on May 27, 1996, when the lines of reality were blurred as the WWF's bad guy, Razor Ramon, unannounced and unbeknown to many people who even worked in WCW and were at the show that night, walked through the crowd and into a WCW ring live on Monday Nitro on TNT, and he proceeded to fire the first shot of the Monday Night War with 12 simple words. You know who I am, but you don't know why I'm here. His real name, as we would come to know so well, was Scott Hall. The storyline was an invasion of WCW. Hall was joined the next week by fellow WWF superstar Kevin Nash, who fans knew as the bodyguard, Big Daddy Cool Diesel. They had both been in WCW before, were released after bad experiences, then became big wrestling stars in the WWF. In the spring of 1996, after contract disputes with McMahon, they both signed with WCW for guaranteed money. In June of that year, the unthinkable happened. Hall and Nash, who were known as the Outsiders, were joined by a third man. As the red and yellow superhero of the 80s, the immortal Hulk Hogan, shed the iconic red and yellow for black and white. The New World Order was born, and not long after that, the cartoonish product aimed at children was ushered out, and a more reality-based, ass-kicking product aimed at adult males was born. For the first time ever, wrestling was mainstream. It was cool. Your parents and teachers would continue to parrot the same refrain we've heard for generations. You know, it's fake. It's not real. It's fake. Those guys aren't really hurting each other. Well, 
By God it is. Wow, doctor, nothing gets by you. You know, you really should alert the public about this. The public has a right to know. And so you only like real things. Tell me, how was CSI last night? But while that never went away, you were not the only one who had to hear it anymore. The boom that saw Mike Tyson at WrestleMania. The boom that saw Carl Malone and Dennis Rodman square off in a tag match just weeks after they had faced each other in the NBA Finals. Fun fact, Dennis Rodman actually skipped a Bulls practice during the playoffs to appear with Hogan on Nitro and hit Diamond Dallas stage with a chair. The boom that saw Jay Leno, the host of the freaking Tonight Show, compete in a WCW ring was all started by and stood on the shoulders of a man fans knew only as the bad guy Razor Ramon, but whose real name would be etched into the granite of American pop culture history forever. His name was Scott Hall, and last week, wrestling fans all over the world awoke to the horrible news we've become all too used to getting all too frequently. WWE wrestler Scott Hall, famously known as Razor Ramon, uh, sadly passed away at just 63 years old. Scott was placed on life support on Saturday after suffering three heart attacks due to complications from hip replacement surgery. Yeah, Scott was initially hospitalized on March 2nd after falling and breaking his hip. Uh, WWE shared the news of his death in a statement on Monday, writing... WWE is saddened to learn that two-time WWE Hall of Famer Scott Hall has passed away. Far too young and in far too much pain. After a life of substance abuse, countless surgeries, more injuries than he could count, Scott Hall fell and broke his hip, which had to be replaced all at the young age of 63. Hall, like dozens of others before him, gave his body and eventually his life, leaving home 300 days a year and throwing himself at the ground night after night so nine-year-old Shawnee Mac could go to bed on Monday nights feeling 10 feet tall. The epidemic of young wrestling deaths is an all-too-common one, and one that has been covered a lot, from CNN documentaries to John Oliver, even hearings in the floor of the U.S. Congress. And while that's not what this show does, I do encourage you to go and watch all of those exhibitions. As the life of a wrestling fan, even a mostly lapsed one like myself, is basically what I just laid out for you. Watching larger-than-life people tell amazing stories and do incredible things. Getting teased by peers and principals alike for loving something that's fake, which is very original every time you say it. And then watching your heroes be taken far too soon with far too much baggage, from far too many miles, and even more bumps. Well, I never got to meet Scott Hall in this life. I know kayfabe is very strict in wrestler heaven. But one day, if I could, I'd love to poke my head into the heel locker room for just a second and say, hey, yo, thanks for the memories, big man. Hard work pays off. Dreams come true. Bad times don't last, but bad guys do. That's our show. Thank you so much for joining us. We will have plenty of skewering takes on the news 
Tomorrow, Wednesday, and Thursday, we're back tomorrow night at 9 with an all-new episode of The Shiny Mac Show on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. In the meantime, make sure to like our videos on YouTube and subscribe to our channel. Also, be sure to follow us on all the major podcast platforms. And if you think we've earned it, please leave us a review. We're back tomorrow night at 9 with an all-new episode, and we hope you'll join us then. Good night. Thank you so much for supporting the show. If you're watching on YouTube, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Be sure you hit the bell so you'll get notified as soon as our show drops, and you'll never miss any of our videos. You can also follow and download the show on all the major podcast apps. Please don't forget to rate and review us, and if you like what we're doing here, just tell your family and friends about us. You can tell your grandparents it's like a really short Johnny Carson, just without Ed in the band. And Johnny. Or tell your kids it's like a really long TikTok.